Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, Petty Party. It's your girl, Petty P. And it's Queen E. In the his house. Welcome to the third episode of Perpetually Petty. This is the Christmas edition. Merry Christmas to you. To all of you. All of you. Yes. yes, y'all gotta get into that temptation version. If you don't know nothing about it, check it out. Ask your moms, ask your pops, ask your grandmoms. Some uncle know about it. Yep. Here she go. <laughs> Here she go. I'm just telling you. I know he knows it. So we gonna first say, um, we are gonna start off by saying Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to stay serious. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all of you. Um, we hope that you are planning a safe. But yet joyous. Yes. Emphasize the word safe. Safe. S A F E. But joyous. <laughs> Christmas holiday with your family and friends. Maybe. Keeping it small. Maybe. <laughs> Minuscule. Yeah. Please. Minute. Please. We're All just asking. Small words. <laughs> asking for a friend and myself and my family. No, I'm asking for me. <laughs> because I want to go out. I'm tired of being in the house. Yes. So I'm asking it. for me. Okay, but yes, um, since we're asking for ourselves, keep it simple, keep mm-hmm. it slight. Mm-hmm. Light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just Merry Christmas. He's got the vocab. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I cannot with her. I guess from there we should just get into it, or do you want to do our sip, sip, sip? Come on, let's get it started with a shot. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yes. Right, let's let's get a pop. Everybody, um, Penny Party, lift up your drinks. Yes. No, no get a shot. Get a shot. Yes. We're going to give you a second. Yeah, we're going to give you a second. Mm-hmm. You should already have it near you. If you listen to this, you already know what time How it is. How about it? I'm glad you said it. I mean, I just want to let them know. They already know. All right. Well, that's all they get. They, they okay, should have it. Okay, that's it. You should have it. Okay. Yes. By your okay. bedside, by your table, in your car. All of that. We don't promote drinking and driving, but if you happen to have a cup that has a drink in it and you take a sip while you're driving. Only because she said we don't promote drinking and we driving. We don't. If we minus the driving, we promote the drinking. All the drinking. All the drinking. Have someone else drive. How about that? <laughs> Designated. I support that. Lift them up. Tap, tap. Ting, ting. Woo! We let that one get a little hot. We let that sit. That got a little warm, y'all. Let me let me throw something back. But we can take it. <clears throat> we can. And throw that back. Throw that back. Don't be scared. Just throw that back. Oh. Hey. Hey. Well, let's jump into it. Two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? So, this week in Mic Check, unfortunately... Let me emphasize, unfortunately, we're going to give you a versus update. Not really, because neither one of us niggas watched it. (laughs) And I don't know a single solitary soul. You know niggas mean it when they say two words that mean the same thing together, single and solitary. Absolutely. I don't know a single solitary soul that watches versus. Did you? I did not watch it. Okay. And I do not know of anyone that watched it. You were supposed to do that for us. No, I wasn't. No. Don't put that on me. I don't need, I'm not from Oakland. That's a, that's the only we, people that sis, was for. We gotta we gotta give the people that what they want, the news. Did you watch it? So cricket, cricket, cricket. right. Last week's <laughs> last well over the weekend, 
All we can tell y'all niggas is that it happened. Over the weekend, E-40 and Too Short Mm -hmm. completed the verses. They they did it. I think I've seen a meme or two. I've seen about six. Have you? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have more knowledge than I do because I don't have that. I mean, all I have is the knowledge of the meme. I don't... Okay. I, I had two dance moves, and that's from E40. And that's yeah, I had, I had three dance moves um, times two. Okay. So it was three dance moves, but they said two different, <laughs> two different things. Two different things. Okay. <laughs> well, it occurred. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened, y'all. Someone watched it. Somebody watched it. We did not. Not us. And Did you? That's all we can say about that, and ask if you did. Yeah, that's all I got. Cricket. Because the only, I mean, still, the only song I got for E-40 is Sprinkle Me. I don't. Okay. Alrighty then. So since this is the Christmas edition and we're talking about Mike Check, all things music. Yes. We are going to focus on our favorite Christmas songs. Yes. Come on, tell me. What's your favorite Christmas song? We how many are we naming? Are we doing this three? It's a top three, sis. That's top all three. We got. Okay, so my favorites are Jackson Five Christmas. No, that's not three songs. That is an entire sis, album. It's it's about twelve, and you can pick three from there. But the best shit ever is the Jackson Five Christmas. So you choose three from the Jackson Five Christmas. That's how this works. All we're right. not when we say top three. Uh huh. That means we're gonna take three from. Songs. Okay. Period. Period. If you enjoy that album, uh-huh. that is wonderful. It is a wonderful album. I'm glad you know this. I won't begrudge you that. However, uh-huh. you need to choose three. Okay, so I'm going to go with The Jackson 5 Christmas. And um, you might have to give me some time because right now, it's just everything Jackson 5 Christmas. But you can't. That's not <laughs> okay. So so clearly, so we we gonna move to it. She doesn't understand how this works. I, okay. Okay. So I I love I love Christmas music. You can only Jackson listen to Pop. it beginning December first, though. I'm very Please. strict on that. Please do that. Don't let's, let's wait. Me. I was about to don't, say at least wait until Thanksgiving is over. Can we I, have that? I, don't even November me. Don't November I need, you. I need a December. <laughs> That's what I mean. So my top three. I love a Have Yourself a, a Merry Little Christmas. Jackson 5. Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Not that the Jackson 5 aren't great, but I'm just going to separate myself. Okay, okay. If you're okay with that. I am. You you have a habit. Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to go with a This Christmas, but I need the Donny Hathaway version. There are some some others. Chris Brown have, did it very well. I, I, I can rock with his. Just I can it? dig that. Jackson 5. That is... <laughs> That is not okay. Clearly, okay. So, um, and then the last one. This is this is a little new age. I'm gonna go with the Oh Holy Night, but it's music soul child. He has like a little Caribbean vibe. Yes, he his. does. And I I kind of like that a little. We bit. might have to play that for the people because I don't think everyone is on to that. Okay, we're gonna give you a little music soul child Christmas. Okay, so I don't remember Jackson Five doing Oh Holy Night. Okay, but I will say. That from my childhood, mm-hmm. you know, because I have been a Michael Jackson fan since 1965. Since Jesus okay. was a baby boy. Jesus was definitely a baby boy. Okay. When mm-hmm. my parents introduced me to the Jackson 5, as well as Michael Jackson. So, you know, everybody back in the day was in a group. So, my father was in a group. Yes, my dad was in a group, too. He oh. played the bass guitar. 
girl. He was in a group. They swore they could sing. Mm-hmm. That's that must be where I get my. That's your my way your talent from. Okay. Okay. Uh, we might have to do an on air competition on vocals. I would love that. Okay. Uh, sign me up. I mean, we sing in every episode, but I think the people would love because we got the vocals. Me, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> but when I tell you the Jackson Fives. Christmas album played from beginning to the end. I, you can't just go pick a song. And that is wonderful that you can pick play a song from beginning to end. However, it's the top three Christmas songs. So I'm going to need you to pick the top three from that Jackson 5 album. And okay. let's just go with it. How about that? So there's, I, I, like I said, I think there's. 12 but as you have researched and and laid it in front of me yes there are 11 songs Mm -hmm. on the jackson five and we need you to choose three (laughs) (laughs) that's where it is that's and um i'm definitely gonna say have yourself a merry little christmas yeah that song goes and everything else jackson five i just don't understand (laughs) where we're going with this that song goes and then the other two are Mm. crickets y'all crickets because it's just the whole entire album i just don't understand why we, we're depriving we understand why we depriving okay, so we're them gonna encourage of... everyone to listen to the jackson five Please. christmas album in its entirety while we wait for her to choose two other songs <laughs> because that is what the question is we're, we're not gonna do that we she has picked her three queen e has picked three um and the show is going to stand on that. I'm going to go with Someday at Christmas. That's a good one. That's I think a good one. choose that one. Okay. Um, I love Little Drummer Boy, but okay. everyone doesn't do a rendition of that. So I want to try to make it more global, I guess. But you can't even choose three out of 11. Because it's the entire album. I don't know what. why we're debating this. It's not a debate. No one's saying it's not good, dear. We're okay. just saying, what are your top three? <laughs> That's the only question. <laughs> My top three. Or Jackson 5. Jackson 5. And let me guess. Jackson 5. Boom. You know, you know what? We so just well. going to leave you here. So you know me Y'all see so who can well. follow directions and who can't. Okay? <laughs> wow. And, and we had a conversation about we this. We did. We did. Because we prep. You know, we, we try to bring you some real shit. We're very organized. And we prep for this. And I informed her that Niggas I would be. Niggas got outlines. We will be in using the Jackson Five Christmas album, and that's my top three. What's the What's the next segment? Because I, <laughs> I I feel like you have outdone yourself. I feel like this is a lot to ask of you. If you have never once again check out the Jackson Five Christmas album, they bring you eleven hits. 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 I saw and mommy kissing, kissing, kissing Santa Claus. Underneath the mistletoe last night. You better hit it. Okay. And so you do, you get Michael, but you get a lot of Jackie and Jermaine on that album too. You get so a little bit get, of Tito too. You, it, <laughs> move right along. This face belongs on the tissue. <laughs> Hello. How are y'all? What are y'all? And this week, once again, we're doing the Christmas edition. Everything won't be Christmas because we definitely have to give y'all something to talk about. But we are doing the top three Christmas 
movie. That's difficult because it's a lot of good Christmas movies. There are a lot of good Christmas movies, but I followed directions on this one. Did you? I did. I actually have Gold Star for Petty P. Please, you remember the stars we used to get for reading the books? Yes. And even though the gold stars were supposed to be the best, I always wanted the red ones because, I mean, what other color is there? I'm just saying. I don't know if y'all heard that exhale or that sound. <laughs> She's a hater, y'all. <laughs> but I'm going to leave that there. Just go ahead. Leave okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So Christmas movie number one for me mm-hmm. is A Christmas Story. Yes. Get into it, sis. My man my man scared me when he had his tongue on that pole. When I tell you, my man stuck his tongue on the pole. He was there for hours. You knew it was a mistake going in. You knew it. You know, it was a car crash. It's like you're watching it and you know it's about to happen and you can't stop it. I'm going to give you a, a few scenes from it. Just, just the tongue stuck to the pole. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ralphie wanting a gun oh, and Ralphie. his people telling him you'll shoot your eye out, yeah. which is why <laughs> they did not want to get him that for Christmas. Ralphie seemed like the type of dude that would do that. Ralphie was reckless. <laughs> he was definitely reckless. Ralphie reckless. <laughs> Hashtag the father purchasing or did he purchase it or receive it? The leg lamp. Yes, the leg lamp. I remember which that. he wanted to put on display in the no, living room. And no again. And the wife was hot. No again. Um, We'd have been divorced. Them going to meet Santa and having a terrible experience. Mm-mm. I'm gonna just give y'all that right there. If you are unfamiliar with the Christmas story, please go check it out with Lord Ralphie, his brother, and the rest of his friends. And I'm telling you, if you need a classic, that is classic number one. What say you, Queen E? Okay, my first pick is gonna be <clears throat> the preacher's wife. Well, okay. yes, okay. and you know sometimes people forget about that when it's mm-hmm. like a little hidden gem. Mm-hmm. You know, I just remember we they they used to pull out the TV. They used to roll it out. That's how old I am, y'all. They used to roll the TV out into the classroom. You know that Monday before Christmas That's break. A good That's one. all they did was show movies. And I, I distinctly remember my petty ass rooting for Denzel Washington. Y'all got the black I movies. couldn't give a fuck about Courtney B. Vance. Wow. I wanted Whitney to be with Denzel because he was the fine ass angel. He is still fine. He is fine today. When I tell today. you, he, when I had an office when we were physically at work, he was definitely on my little display, my wall for something to look at every day. I don't feel comfortable with you having a picture of my man in your office. I want to tell you that at this juncture, I don't feel. I think he needed someone a little bit more seasoned. I you don't know, think so. He, I think he, he doesn't want to be a sugar Tenza. daddy. No, he doesn't want to be a sugar daddy. <laughs> he wants someone who's of age. I got my own coins. He don't have to be a sugar daddy. Okay, so what do you want from him? His sugar. You know why? <laughs> Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Okay, so movie number two. I, I did a Christmas story. Queen E did her preacher's wife. She brought in the blacks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mine are not. Uh, but I'm going okay. to keep pressing on. Against the movies. It's I'm going to keep pressing on. It's, it's Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because Jesus was black. Yeah. Don't hair get so, don't, of, Hair of wool. Of what? Whose hair do you think that was? All right, never mind. Okay. Movie number two for me is womp, 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 Charlie Brown Christmas. Come on now. Let me tell what do With you know about it? my man dancing. Christmas, Christmas time, time is here. That is my jacket. 
know, you know, you know when that joint comes on or when it's going on because you get that song. You get that song. Yo, they be harmonizing. When I tell you their mouths be so wide open on the song. Because the they back, feel it. They feel the it. The mouth is open. They feel that Christmas time is here. And they giving you all the notes. Okay? I need it. I need it. Charlie Brown is the man. And you know what? I did not realize until I was an adult that that movie is pretty much like 15 minutes long. It's, it's like seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they say they have 17 minute commercials in between. They have to because that movie it's does not have enough to carry on. Like, I feel like they need to build on that. All the Peanuts movies, like, I mean, even the, the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, all the Christmas, I mean, all the Charlie Brown movies are like that. I don't know but what to say. But it's epic. I, I love feel it. gypped. I feel gypped. You you have to keep that same okay. childlike spirit. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, that's okay. that's what you have to do. All right, but what do you have? Number um, two. My next one is, and this is probably going to miss some of y'all, it's called A Cool Like That Christmas. It was a special that used to come on TV. And it was a cartoon, black cartoon, from like early 90s, 1993 maybe. Um, you can actually find it on uh, YouTube. It's called A Cool Like That Christmas. And it's all black characters. And it had uh, people voicing it. Uh, Tone Loke. Really? Boys to Men. Boys to Men come into the church at the end and they sing their version of Oh Holy Night. Oh, um, I like to I, learn. Yeah, no, it's really I'm cool. I'm going to have to get into um, that. Takia Crystal, who used to be on In Living Color, yeah. mm-hmm. she's on there. Um, Whoopi Goldberg is voicing it. So, I mean, it's a lot of people you would recognize. Maybe I've seen it and just don't know what you're... You referring. probably have. Okay. It, it, um, it used to come on... Um, you know, like mm. like Fox, ABC, all that back in the day. So that's my cartoon to your Charlie Brown, a cool like that Christmas. Okay. Now the one I I, I'm, I have a toss up. Okay, toss it up. Do I go with the number <laughs> one viewed movie during the holidays mm-hmm. overall, or do I go with another classic? I mean, they're both classics. But I had I was torn between Frosty. Yes, Frosty. And Home Alone. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you, that Home Alone and Frosty both give me joy. Like, they I'm give excited me life. talking about it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So, I, I already plugged it a little, but Home Alone is the most viewed movie during the holiday season. It's got to be. It has to be. And I, I want to believe that Macaulay is still what? When he did that? Four, he wasn't even 14. Like 7, 8? No, he was young when yeah, he, he did was that. Young maybe, with, maybe 9. Maybe, maybe 8 or 9. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to still see him in that light because him with He's facial, 75, sis. Oh, man. He'll age a, like we do, huh? He's a good 75. No. No? You know, black don't crack. So that I'm I'm tossed up between those two. Whether the police officer and everyone in, and the little girl and little boy are gonna save Frosty oh, from Mountain and put him back together, or if I'm gonna go with the humor and the beat down and all of that and the thievery in yes, home, home alone. alone. Okay. I li- I like those both. Okay. So we'll we'll allow you to have the two. They'll I never be... play by the rules, huh? You never do. Clearly. We said three and I got four. And oh, got or three it. and a possible. Right. My speed players. Okay. <laughs> um, my last one, I'm going to go with a, a bit newer. I'm going to go with This Christmas. Um, oh, that's my movie. Idris is fine. AF. Um, Loretta he was a butthole in that movie. He definitely though. was a butthole. 
that don't take away from it. Okay, it does. Um, Loretta Devine is you know my that's homie. my boo. Delroy Lindo, who unbelievably so is British. If you didn't know Delroy Lindo, he was in Romeo Must Die, and you know he he was in the the movie with uh what's that Aaliyah and Jet Li, uh-huh. but he's British, and so it's so interesting to hear him speak. So is Idris Elba. So. It's so interesting to hear them, especially when you recognize them from like, you know, The Wire, A Stringer Bell, blah, blah, blah. But I love this Christmas because I feel like it's an accurate depiction of a black family. I agree. Like the beef between family members, (laughs) you know, not liking somebody, the shady comments, the the pettiness of it all, the unsettled shit. Um, And so I really, really do enjoy that. And then you get to see... You know, Chris Brown singing. It's just, it's a feel-good movie. So I really it's enjoy that. Let's not forget for, forget about Regina King. Listen, listen. Oh, when Regina, London. when Regina has Laz Alonzo in that bathroom and Says, he is so that baby in oil. and sliding. Girl, <laughs> when I tell you she tagged his ass out. with that belt. She wore him out, sis, and yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, we don't want to trigger none of y'all. He we was know, an ass man. We know the belt um, might bring back some memories. Did y'all get beaten? That sounds like you did. I, I wasn't a bad child. No, Nobody said you were a bad child, but that doesn't mean you didn't get a beating. I did, not, I did not get a beating. Okay. I did not get a beating. Now I got popped. I didn't need the belt. That's what I was about to say. I didn't mm-hmm. need the belt, but I definitely got popped. Yeah. You know, I got popped and they heard enough where I didn't do that shit again. Hi, hi man. I was scared of DJ Booby. Mm-hmm. I, ain't, I ain't fucking with it. Wanda don't play. I ain't fucking with it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Apparently, Jay-Z has signed a deal with Random House mm-hmm. uh, to create his own uh, publishing imprint. Uh, it's called uh, Rock Rock Nation One Hundred and One Rock, Rock Lit One Hundred and One. Okay, yes. um, and so really geared toward telling stories and sharing the narratives uh, of Black people. So I'm really excited about that. And I think you were telling me that they already had some books in the pipeline. Yes. So this upcoming summer, uh, they have two books: one by a former baseball player and one by a music journalist. I know one is called. Till the end, and that's by CC Sabathia. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's the former picture, and then the other one I can't think of the name of the book, but it's actually the author is Danielle Smith, Smith mm-hmm. who is a music journalist. Okay, and then they also had talks of doing books with um, Meek Mill, who is doing something on criminal injustice and his survival, and then there are also talks about Fat Joe, Yo Gotti. And Lord Uzivert, I'm not here for the Lord Uzivert, but he might have a story to tell. I don't give a right. Fuck. But it, they'll pretty much be memoirs from okay. these particular artists and people in entertainment. So people, you know, writing their biographies yes. and telling their own story. I'm always a fan when people are involved in telling their story. Because I feel like what happens so many times is somebody else will tell the story yes. and they get things wrong. Correct. So I'm, I'm really interested to see. And I mean, there are a lot of um, new black authors, um, you know, getting book deals. And I'm always excited to hear those stories. I think, um, Yvonne Orji, who's from Insecure, she has a book that's coming out. Um, Kiara Sheard, gospel singer, daughter of Karen Mm -hmm. Clark Mm -hmm. Sheard from the Clark sisters. If y'all don't know, get yourself together. 
Um, so just a lot of a lot of black people in particular that are writing books and getting book deals. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see that there is, um, you know, a hip hop uh, veteran involved in this. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like Jay Z is um, in a position where he can do a lot of good work, and so I'm just really hopeful that, you know he's going to make a positive impact on the community. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to cross my fingers because I know how you feel about the NFL thing, his move with NFL. Um, I'm still I'm still waiting. Like, I was waiting for people. Everybody was talking about he was making chess moves. He wasn't playing checkers. And I'm, I'm still waiting to see the are, positive impact. We are waiting. So that's okay. why we're going to have a positive outlook. Yeah, on, I'm, I'm going to be hopeful. Yes, on not, this publishing Not like with print. the not, movie. No, but no. <laughs> We we will have a positive outlook on um, Rock Nation's Rock Lit 101, um, his publishing imprint. They did ask, or they were trying to, I guess, contact representatives from Random House to see if Jay-Z would actually put out something on the imprint, as well as his wife, Beyonce. Oh, wow. Um, We got no comments on that, but you know he wrote a book probably about, what, 10 years ago now. Mm -hmm. What was that, Decoded? The Decoded. The Mm -hmm. Decoded, yeah. Um, but that wasn't like a memoir. That it was more not. like decoding the lyrics. But did of you the read songs. it? I did. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. So it was that good. It was interesting. I mean, as a a fan of hip hop and music in general, it was really cool to like read and understand the breakdown of you know the interpretation because you know when you listen to music, mm, you have that's your what own, it's about. Okay, yeah, you have your own interpretation of a song, but. You know, he was explaining, like, lyrics and things like that. So oh, it was pretty cool. God damn it. So here, it's another pressure. Now I have two books that I have to read, as yeah, well as the books that are coming out. Yet. That sounds so terrible, uh, like you don't read. I know. She it sounds read, bad. Y'all. It sounds really bad. <laughs> she, she knows how to read. I know how to read. <laughs> it, it's the... <laughs> I don't know if I, it's not an adrenaline rush for me. You know, I, I, you take me to a casino or something like that, then you got me. But I guess... Uh, I'm going to get, that's two books. Pressure is on. Two books that I have to read and I can report back to L. I'm going to hold you accountable. You got to read. Reading is fundamental. There you go. Baltimore, the city that reads. Whose side are you on? Do you remember that was a slogan in Baltimore? I did, and you know, I used to fuck them books up. When I tell <laughs> first of all, you know you used to win a pizza party. Oh, back in the day back when you had to read the books. You get yeah. the you write the book reports, you over the summer you get the stars and the stickers and the, all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I was the shit. Pizza Hut parties, yeah. right? Yeah, man. When I tell you I was the shit in school when it came to reading books. Well, so now you're saying we need to give you an incentive. That would be nice. Okay, pizza party on me once you finish. You don't want no goddamn pizza. You got, <laughs> you got a crab cake meal. You got a stuffed shrimp. See, niggas always want to. They they want to take it too far. I, I, you give them an inch and they she, take a mile. I can't do she the pizza. too good for the pizza hut parties now, y'all. She want crab cakes and whatnot. <laughs> you expensive. See how niggas do you. That's how, niggas, how niggas do. Our next segment on the Christmas edition, third episode of Perpetually Petty, we are talking passport pimping. Yes, we're pimping all over the world. Hey, give it to me. The world. Ow. The world. Hey. The world. Ow. So I want to get your feelings on an article that was put out. um, You want to get my feelings? Your feelings. Okay. Which was, um, they have stats. 
on the ship. Oh, statistics. Yes. And, and one of the, I hated that class in college, but I did get a motherfucking B. I'm, I'm not proud of that. I wanted an A, but I got a B. That shit was hard. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, um, I can't remember the source, but this week is declared the busiest travel week mm-hmm. in an entire pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it, and it typically is Thanksgiving. That's the Correct. busiest travel weekend. Uh-huh. However, even with the CDC's warning for I people would, to stay home to, to shelter in place, okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean a great minds think alike. But do it. Um, this has been the busiest traveling week of the pandemic. So yeah. people just said, "I don't give a fuck," and I'm just doing what I want to do. And I'm going to still in the house. And that's why I'm going to say I'm sick of y'all asses. <laughs> Sit the fuck. <laughs> Down, okay. <laughs> like I'm tired of it. Sit like, down. When I tell you, I have invested, and I know Queen E has as well, because we've even swapped some. We have invested so much money in mask; it is ridiculous, nigga. I legit have about forty five for no, every outfit, no right? No well, bullshit. I got to match, bitch. That's what I'm saying. Like, if y'all don't sit your motherfucking asses <laughs> down, actually, let me go black. Sit your motherfucking ass down, like we. <laughs> Sick of y'all motherfucking asses. That's an M-U-H fucking. Yo, for real. I understand that this may be the only time you get to see family. It's it's hard. It's definitely hard. You might need to morally support someone. I get it. I'm going to need you to morally support them through Zoom. Give me a Skype. A G-chat. And that's... (laughs) Instagram Live. (laughs) I don't. And I was wondering because some of you might just be traveling just to get that mac and cheese, that barbecue chicken, maybe a turkey, whatever it is. That sweet potato pie. Find a recipe and give it a go yourself. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna need you to have it shipped. There are many places now that are doing the drop shipping. You can you can invest in getting that food to you. Just please. Sit down. And I know this is not our segment of Relax for Late Release where we try to bring it on down. But we need y'all to just be mindful of the risk that you're putting others in. Is the mac and cheese worth your health? That's all I'm saying. I mean, in real life, it's probably not good for you anyway. It's good. But the point I'm making is, are you willing to risk it all for the vittles? For the mac and cheese, for the candy yams, the sweet potato pie, the potato salad. I need y'all to at least, uh, please comment on the page or let us know if you are really going out to be around family. Um, you haven't seen them in a while because you have been abiding by mm-hmm, warning, mm-hmm. CDC warnings and all other regulations, um, your state mandates, whatever it is. Or if you're just out here being fucking reckless like we think you are, and you're just doing whatever the <laughs> not, fuck you want to do. Not the petty people, but others. The others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if you're just being reckless and doing whatever the fuck you want to do, and you're risking it all for a plea to make a cheese, let us know. Comment on at Perpetually Petty LLC on IG. I like it. You like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm interested. I'm interested to see what the good folks are doing. I'm not going anywhere. 
I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be at club dot dot dot, which is my house. And truthfully, the only family I fuck with mm. um, Come on now. includes about four, maybe five. So it be your own family. It be your own fucking family, and <laughs> you know what? Moving right. We're gonna move. Right We're gonna move right now. <laughs> we was about to go deep, deep hole. Oh, where you bring that from? Oh. That's a song for every occasion. Yes, I need that in my life. Actually, I might need to go play that a little later. <laughs> okay, next segment is Baltimore love thing. You try to get pop or what? Nandia, once again, you want to go with this one? You want to start it off? I'm going I'm to I'm let you do it because I don't want to steal it every time. No, I'm going to let excited. you have it because I, I had last week, so remember? Okay. All right. I'm cool. Okay. So <clears throat> I really want to shout out this amazing business. It's called Balloon In Yourself. That's at Balloon In Yourself, and it's all spelled the correct way. Um, this wonderful woman, good friend of mine, she creates these um, beautiful, oh yes, uh, I mean, she's your friend too. Let, let, let the record show. Oh, she was gosh. my friend first. Okay. I'm just, I'm just giving the facts. <clears throat> so she creates these beautiful displays, uh, birthday parties, weddings, happy hours, Christmas, bar mitzvahs, whatever you need. She has it. I mean, beautiful displays. She actually created one. Um, for my birthday this past summer, it was amazing. So check her out. Uh, black woman-owned business. I'm always pushing that. Always. Um, and it's well worth it. You know, she customizes things to your liking. Whatever colors you need, whatever vibe you're going for, she's going to work with you. So again, that's at Balloon in Yourself on IG. Yes, so she's taking these balloons, making these beautiful displays. Um, it's, it's, like it's art. arches. There are um wall balloon, balloon walls. walls. I love yes, those letters. Walls. Letters. She made a goddamn Christmas tree. Uh huh. So I mean, just get into it. If you need any type of um decoration for any type of event, you get with her once again at ballooning yourself on IG. That's I love it. Y'all. I'm here for it. That's my y'all see dad. how we supporting the black business. Always come on here. Always. culture <laughs> i don't even know i don't know where to start because this to do, girl. hey oh what you came, came to, to do tonight yes I, came to party. Oh. I don't know where to start because it, it, there are so many ways we can go with this conversation here and i know once again like i do every week i'm gonna set you off you my pressure is rising um, as you are introducing the segment so, we're going to talk all designer everything. Mm, please help me. And I know it comes at a sensitive time. I'll use the word sensitive. It comes at a sensitive time because this is where our people, because it's for the culture, specifically, um, with the 
buying power that we have tend to buy up everything designer mm. for Christmas. And so I'm trying to figure out if the stuff that we're purchasing during this holiday season and the amount of the amount of money that we're spending, is it all worth no. it? No. <laughs> and she goes, yeah. <laughs> she can't go a week without saying no abruptly. So, Queen E, is it worth it? You said no. Elaborate, I'm, please. I'm saying no, and this is why I'm saying no. In the year of our Lord 2020, 2020, you can't tell me that these committees and these boards for these mm. million and sometimes billion dollar mm. companies are unaware of the racial tension mm. that exists in this country. This is historical. Uh. This is not new. And then to add insult to injury, you've already had some of your rival companies doing the same bullshit. So you're telling me you're not learning from that or you don't give a shit. It's one of the, one of the two. I'm going to go with the they don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm going to go with that as well. Uh-huh. And so for me, the struggle I have is that we as a black community continue to support these brands. And unfortunately, I feel like it's in order for us to feel like we have some sense of value. Like, I want to show somebody I can afford Correct. Gucci, uh-huh. Prada, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. My issue is, you know, a store like H&M can post this little boy in, you know, a sweatshirt that says, you know, I think it was like coolest monkey in the jungle. That's what he said. And then Gucci came out with, the, as, as much as black people wear Gucci, because you know black people love Gucci. As much as we wear Gucci, they want to create a turtleneck that appears to be blackface. There's a whole nigga named Gucci. Right. Right. Okay. Gucci La Flair. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this new kid got a dumbass name. Oh. Get I'm, on track. We're not okay. I'm yeah. back oh, on track. Back on track. Um, you know, Prada with the purses and the keychains that showed, you know, dolls in blackface. I mean, the list just goes on and on. Uh-huh. And for me... The struggle is that I don't understand how we continue to support brands that love our dollars but don't love us. You took the words out of my mouth because I was going to ask you, what do you do when they love your dollar but don't love you? You stop buying the shit is what you do. And and we want to see, and, and this is it about our people, depending on the concept, the topic, we stick together when it comes to certain things. Do we? Yeah. What what things are you mentioning? What what things are those? Give me one. Give me one second. Okay. I'm you a, think I'm about a, it. I know because I have it on the because that's tip of my, my struggle. I, I, seriously, it depends. Okay. It it depends on what it is. We stick together for certain things for five minutes for five seconds. However, we don't keep that same energy when it comes to. Investing our money into the black community. There are many, many, many entrepreneurs out here doing their thing, especially when it comes to um, clothing, mm-hmm. accessories, mm-hmm. a bag, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we'll go to our homeboy, homegirl, and ask them for a discount. Not me specifically, because I pay full price for the services that my friends. As do I. Okay. However, we want a discount when it comes to 
Tyrone and Keisha. But when we're talking about Gucci, Prada, and everybody else, we're going spending $500 on a t-shirt. I mm-hmm. refuse when I tell you. I re- Now, back in the day, okay, so this, this is coming from someone who, you know, struggled to have the things that others had. And I'll, I'll take it back, and I'm going to date myself a little bit. When Coogee was out. Yes. You remember Coogee? Coogee down to the socks. Rings, rings and, and watch. watch. Filled with rocks. Yeah. Nigga, nigga couldn't afford Coogee. Okay. Yeah, I remember my cousin wanted a Coogee sweater and his mother bought it for him for Christmas. I thought this shit was ugly, but that's my personal I mean, it had the colors. It was it was quality material. It was loud. It was definite. I mean, but so was used. So was major damage. So, yeah. I mean, if we get into all those designers, but to get back on track, I did not get a coochie sweater. And you wanted one real bad. I definitely wanted one real, real bad. bad However, mm-hmm. my parents did what they needed to do in order to get me Jordans. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the used, the major damage, the, everything that was in style at that at point. That time. At mm-hmm. that time. In my life, they got it. Now, we're talking about teen years prior mm-hmm. and everything prior. When I start being able to afford my own shit. Mm-hmm. You weren't buying it? Not that I wasn't buying because I'm going, I'm going to spend my money on whatever the hell I want to spend my money mm-hmm. on. Because of the fact that I did not have in my younger life. Uh-huh. However, I just cannot see myself... Um. Paying a thousand dollars for no Blasanaka Nakas. socks. <laughs> I can't. This this shoe sock, first of all. I, I can understand if let, let's Yeezy Balenciaga. Let me just go with those two. The shit is not appealing. It just does not work for me. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot see me putting on a shoe sock and, and paying, rocking that shit like and because it says Balenciaga, 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 blah, 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 mm-hmm. all over the shoe, I'm going to pay $1,000 for it? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. So, and, and that's always my question. And I don't know if this is, you know, my upbringing. And I will say, I had parents who were comfortable buying me most of the things that I wanted. Um, if something this two-parent home shit. Don't you jealous me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Now... I feel like my parents were comfortable doing that, but I do remember, you know, my mom having a conversation with me and asking me, like, why do you want something? So when I was in high school, the polo bags were the shit. Do you remember Definitely those? Definitely the shit. The polo purses were the shit. And it, it was this this pretty deep blue one that I wanted. And I remember my mom asking me, like, well, why do you want this bag? And I was like, well, the color and is this... And she was, when I said that, she was comfortable purchasing it for me. But she wanted to make sure that I didn't just want the bag because everybody, everybody else, else had it. I get that. And that has never been my way. I'm an only child. I like to be unique. I like to stand out. I like to be different. So I hate having things everybody else has. But in that moment, I really liked the bag. And I think for me, that's something that's carried me, you know, in my adulthood. Like, I'm not buying something just because everybody else has it. If Correct. I like it, okay, cool. But I think I constantly question, like, what makes this bag worth so much more than this other bag? Correct. You know, back in the day, it used to be like, well, they use this type of leather. 
and you know this cow died of natural causes and they killed <laughs> this one you know what i'm saying like it, it was like that was the thing but at this Shit. point i'm trying to figure out why something costs so much and and like what can we equate that with and then i think too it's about being an adult because i look at the price of some of the shit and i'm like that's a mortgage payment absolutely and i'm not comfortable with comfortable doing that right that mean i'm old as shit but i'm cool with that i mean that niggas used to balance checkbooks and look at that shit like oh is it and, and see my thing is this I know I'm going to get a good way out of it because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely keeping up with my clothes and shit. It ain't like, you know, you when you had your outside shoes mm-hmm. and your church shoes right. and then your school stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it, we no longer have to deal with that. I can keep a pair. Of sh- I know I've had a couple pair of my shoes for at least 10 years. For years. So mm-hmm. I'm going to get my money's worth. And that's quality. It's quality. Right. And like, we, Nike don't, we don't mind paying for that. Correct. Mm-hmm. But if, if you're looking at the trend of things, these things have resurfaced. I don't know how many times. Like now we're calling this shit J's. Okay. Mm-hmm. J's. Mm-hmm. They were Jordans, Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. And I was getting Air Jordans when I was two, mm-hmm. three. And you talking about I'm an 80s baby. Mm-hmm. So these shoes have been out multiple times when back then they might have been worth 60, 70 bucks. Mm-hmm. Then it moved to a time when it, 100, you know, it saw triple digits. Right. And then we start getting into now we're paying 200 plus. 300 plus. For a pair of sneakers. And, and I know y'all sneaker heads going in, whatever, whatever. But it's just like, where does it end? Honestly. And what makes that shoe worth that amount of money? I, I think that's I my struggle. I need to know. And then when we add the other component to it. Which is? When these brands don't value us, I but mean. value our dollars, then where does it end? I'm not comfortable. First of all, I'm not comfortable spending that much money, period, for something that, you know, I'm going to wear it. And as soon as I put it on, it depreciates with value. Right. Right. So I'm not comfortable, number one. But then number two, it's these brands that don't really care about me. Like, I remember years ago, you know, it was a a lot of (laughs) inside (laughs) Inside joke. (laughs) Um, You know, years ago, there was all this conversation and there was controversy surrounding Tommy Hilfiger because supposedly Correct. he made the comment that he didn't make his clothes for oh, black people. Absolutely. And it was interesting because that was like, those were the people that were buying his clothes. Like I remember I had a Tommy Hilfiger windbreaker. I used to wear the Tommy girl cologne. Uh-huh. And so that's an insult to people who were supporting that brand. Correct. And I'm always curious to try to understand why people continue to support a brand that clearly does not support them. And that's, I need to know the answers. I definitely need to know the answers. I don't have to that. it for you. You don't? Mm-mm. Because my, if we stick together, we need to hit them where it hurts. And it's clearly the pockets. We can't stick together, though. Hit them on the bottom line. When they start seeing their asses in the red. Everybody, everybody understands green. They could give a fuck about go. black or blue or green. Go. But they, they, understood, they understand the green. But see, our asses, like you said, can't stick together long enough for us to hit them where it hurts. I'm, I'm going to tell you how I put this shit into perspective. I know I always got a history lesson, right? So, (laughs) the Montgomery bus boycott lasted 381 days. Come on now. That means black people 
collectively came together and they said, you know what? If they don't want our sister Rosa to be able to sit Come where other here. people sit, they want her to get up and they want her to go in the back. If that's the case, then we're not going to ride this shit. And we're not going to ride this shit until they figure out that they need us to keep this going. We so three, we ain't built the same. So 381 days. And that's how they made change. But we can't even stop doing shit for a week. Not a fucking we can't. Name. We can't get it together. We ain't got the U-N-I-T-Y. That's a unity. We don't have it. We definitely we don't d- have we it. We don't have it. And, and this is not like a bashing, but I think it is important for us to recognize that that's what we come from. We come from people who were able to band together and make real change. How about it? But we're so separated in what we do, either because we want to show people that we got it like that, that we can compete. And it's like we're trying to overcome, you know, systemic racism by showing we got more money or by showing we have more education. And that's not how you dismantle the system. And by all means, we're not telling you to, you know, ban all things white or ban all things W. Nah. Because, I mean, at the head of things, this is a white company. But y'all support fucking Kanye West as if the shit is going out of style. This nigga has not come up with anything creative in my fucking life. And the only thing y'all can tell me about these fucking shoes that y'all going out killing people for, dying over, is that they're comfortable. They're ugly. They are ugly as That's an old school. I I, I cannot get over. They are ugly as fuck. Have you seen (laughs) the new line that's about to drop out? I haven't and I don't have any interest. I have to show you because. Do you have to? There was a meme going out where it's a a guy like struggling so he can make one trip from his car to in the house. Mm -hmm. He's struggling to carry all the grocery bags. Because the soul of the shoe, that bubble effect that he's trying to get, looks like everything is gathered up. No. Like the fucking bags that we use from the grocery store. No, I don't want it. You know, you know, uh, the artist formerly known as Kanye West is on my list, so. When I tell you, I cannot. If I see you in a fucking Yeezy, y'all, I have, everybody I've seen in a Yeezy on my timeline, I have definitely said something to. This shit is just disrespectful like he doesn't even respect y'all enough or your dollar enough for him to even invest in the quality of shit that he's putting out every did you see these hobo ass clothes they y'all how much was that fucking t-shirt was hundreds of dollars hundreds of dollars full of holes and not strategically placed it's not like it's distressed distressed jeans we're not talking about like, that. I almost feel like some people, once they reach a certain level of celebrity, they're like, I'm just going to put anything out and I'm just going to see how niggas fuck to get it. Because niggas start to get weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, they get a certain level <laughs> of success and niggas start to get weird. And you know what? We buy into that fucking shit all the time. I can't tell you how many Baltimore brands are out here. Remember, um, what's the one that had the sun on it? The Sun? Yeah, it was a Sun brand. You gotta school me, sis. I don't Shit. think I know about that. There are so many brands in Baltimore. Like, but we think that's all too the expensive. Stuff that's like joggers, all the sweatsuit gear. Mm-hmm. It is so many people that you can invest in that when they ask you for, let's say, 90 to $120 for an entire tracksuit, mm-hmm. sweatsuit, you hemming and hung. But you want a fucking yep. sock 
shoe <laughs> that costs a thousand fucking dollars. And let you me just say, when I true. tell you, first of all, I used to be the first person in H&M. I definitely did. Mm. But when that monkey shit came out, I didn't care if the parents approved it, if it was just old in another country and it had nothing to do with the franchises in the United States of America. I did not give a fuck. I shut that shit down and I have not purchased anything from H&M since. I'm going to tell you what is anger producing for me. Okay. I don't even know that that's a fuck. I know that's a phrase, but I, I think I'm just so... You I, Yeah, I'm up. Yeah. I'm on 10. Mm-hmm. I'm on go. I think what bothers me the most, that's a better way to phrase that, what bothers me the most is that people don't seem to understand that there are so many channels that these things go through before it gets to production. So you're telling me you are tone deaf you are disrespectful and you don't have anybody who is black or of color that could tell you that this shit is ridiculous. And that's a problem in and of itself. Cause we all know right now, you know, black people are a hot commodity. We've been on, been on. we've been the shit. Hey, we've been had our superpowers. I mean, right. <laughs> we, we've been, been, been. But now everybody is catching on to it. But you're telling me that you're now just having black people sit at these tables on these boards to help you. Even though black people are your number one consumer. So your number one consumer, you don't care enough about them to consider that something you're doing is completely tone deaf based on the climate that we're living in in these here United States. Did you just sum that shit up for us? I think I did. Are we closing out with that? I think we can. I mean, I, I think we just have to be more mindful about how we spend our money. Uh, and please comment on our page. Let us know your thoughts. Um, because I, I mean, not saying, we're once again, we're not saying that because you can't, I mean, you can afford luxury that you should not do so. I mean, we deserve to deserve like yeah. Mama D. deserve. We deserve. However, when they don't give a fuck about you, why do you continue to pour your black dollar into them, making them millionaires, billionaires, versus helping out your black community, your own? Mm-hmm. You can find so much more to invest in. Shit, start a company yourself. Start it. Start it. And we just going to go with that. <laughs> start it. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. This week in sports was the NBA season opener. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Shorty, when I tell you I was locked and loaded in front of my television, I don't know what else boom, to boom, tell boom. you. I've been missing it. I've been missing it. That was the guy, yeah. And overall, I will say that the NBA, its commissioner, and, and the rest of the organization has been very supportive with Black Lives Matter with the Me Too movements mm-hmm. and everything else that's going on in society in society concerning the black woman, the black man, the black being. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm going to continue to support the NBA. I want y'all to get on board. Um, I know at this time we're still dealing with fuck-ass NFL, but I'm going to keep it positive. And um, just let you know that the season opener happened on the West Coast, of course, 
we had the Warriors, Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. play the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, Kevin. That's all she knows. Really, Kevin? That's okay. fine to you? That's yes. fine to you. Kevin Durant. He's I from Maryland. Them, I need them commercials to resurface. I know. They were funny. They were funny. Yeah. Okay. But the game between the Warriors and the Nets um, didn't go so well for the former team of Kevin Durant. It didn't go so well for the Warriors. <laughs> they didn't warrior anything. They did not. And, uh, they are missing some players. They're missing a lot of players. They Can we some... have a conversation okay, about why teams screw themselves? It's almost like once they win championships, they decide, let's fuck the whole team. And just... I fucking what is hate it? Because the Lakers did the same shit. Sis, I, I watched that team yesterday. It. I was like, who are these gentlemen? They will dismantle a championship team without hesitation. It's and the Bulls in the I, 90s all over it again. It is. It's the Bulls in the 90s. And I understand contracts and money and you trying to rebuild and, and you know, building new with bringing in younger players in order to see that season through, the championship season through again. I But can, can we at least play another season but let it go in the tank first before we say... Sis, why your team take Mark Gasol and let... So now she trying okay. to piss me off. I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm asking you a real life question. All right, y'all. So my team is not the Lakers. It is un the Lakers. Your team is LeBron James. My team is LeBron. It's parallel to the Jackson Five Christmas. It's parallel. (laughs) LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron. LeBron James. (laughs) So he's the Michael Jackson. He's the Michael Jackson of fucking basketball right now. And what I have to say to that is, I am following him. At every team, at every move he makes, I'm going to support the shit. To the moon. To know. the moon. Because we... I can respect it. Yeah, he's digging me down on the side. No, wait. <laughs> this is going to go viral one day. You sorry, Savannah. Savannah. <laughs> we sorry. But we can be sister wives sister and shit. Sister wives. Okay? But I will tell you that I'm following everything LeBron. So he is with the Lakers, for those mm-hmm. of you who do not know. And now I have become... Um, a frequent viewer of the Lakers games mm-hmm. because he's there. Um, so shout out to us. We had our ring ceremony. Um, we. We. Because <laughs> he's bringing it home to me. Uh, we had our ring ceremony in the season opener. And when I looked at the starting five, which I knew some of the information but I had no fucking clue of some of these people on this goddamn team. Sis, when Jeannie Buss read the names of those <laughs> from the team she wanted to recognize that weren't there, I'm like, well, where the hell are they? And then I realized, oh, these oh niggas God. not on the team no more. These niggas had to give out rings to niggas who were not on the team she any longer. She read 2,000 <laughs> names who's not on the team anymore. I was like... Oh. And then my <laughs> man, the coach Vogel, had to give a shout-out to the new players who were there and try to encourage them to play that same type of season so they can Which get means, to Which means, nigga, you don't get a ring today because you weren't on the team last year, but good luck. <laughs> That's what he meant. In everything sports out of bounds, we know that the Warriors lost. Okay. I heard KD gave them the business. I was not the in the house not at the even, time. Even though his head is in the middle. That it is always missing in the middle. 
And it's always. I'm call them. But it'd it be so beady. At least LeBron that lays him. peasy. It is so peasy, <laughs> sis. It is right. so peasy. His long, lanky ass. Mm. He has to he gather lanky. that. You know what? Lanky. <laughs> like, like the old people like would say. say. He lanky. He lanky. He needs to come. Somebody give him a, a brush or something. We we need something. I just need him to start over. Let's start over. He can't go bald, sis. I mean, he does have a small head, but I don't Can think I get a low, that. low, low, low? I it mean, is. Some, this, it's low. That is peasy. That is not low. <laughs> if you low, you don't see the peas. We're talking about my man. We know my man is missing some hair in the middle as well. Ooh. But, but my man is happy. And so, as you can see, there's some new growth coming <laughs> in there. Oh, the championship caused the Did you see it? If so, Kevin needs to win the championship He needs again. to win another okay. championship. Okay. Well, if you know he's coming off the injury, so. We going to give him that? No, I was just saying, because you were saying the happiness. I mean, okay. LeBron is healthy. Yeah, all right. He won I'll the championship this past year. You know, he's on the East, back on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to go with that. Sum that up. We said the Warriors lost to their... How many times you will say... <laughs> <laughs> but I did not say that the fucking Lakers lost him. They did. The fuck, and I didn't even ever say who they played. But they played Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard, for those of you who don't know who that is. I call him everything. But and whack-ass Paul George. Whack-ass. Who's He's a, a whack. Whack-ass Paul. Wow, I like that. Give me some. <laughs> wow, I like that. that. You petty as fuck. I like that shit. I don't like him. He ain't been the same since he broke his leg. Yeah, and then he coming with some old, you know, they gave him new money, so now he acting new and shit. Fuck Yo got him. body by Damian Lillard's sister, And though. I can't... She dragged this nigga. Ooh. And his stripper-ass baby mom. And I can't Not that there's Beverly's anything wrong ass. with being a stripper, but she she dragged that nigga. You see, baby, I want to be everything to you. You know, I want to be your father. I want to be your friend. I want to be your lover. I want to be your uncle, your aunt, your mama, your puppy. But you got to believe in me, baby. I'm trying to figure out how petty we going to be. Oh, the pettiest. Perpetually? Always. So the topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. So in the news this week, Tisha Campbell Martin. Oh, and I'm going to take that off. Tisha Campbell's divorce was finalized mm-hmm. after two years good for her okay so our topic today is prenups little baby didn't have a prenup right shorty said she left with seven dollars she left seven they stuck me for my 77 77 she stuck me for my 77 actually she didn't have 77 she didn't have 77 <laughs> signing a prenup or no i'm definitely signing a prenup nigga because i want to keep my shit your uh, shit yeah it's not a we shit and us shit no <laughs> this is what i'm saying okay give like it to me I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you how people get it twisted people get it twisted because they they neglect to remember that a marriage at its core whether you want to believe it or not it's a business arrangement Correct. And I'm saying that because that is what our country has made marriage. Uh-huh. You have to sign your life over 
you know, you join your finances with this other person. It impacts your health insurance. It impacts the way that you buy a home. It impacts the way that you, you know, file your taxes, all of those things. And so I'm comfortable signing a prenup because not only do I want to keep my shit, I want that other person to keep their shit. Whatever you bring to this relationship, this marriage, this you know, correlational situation, whatever you want to call it, whatever you bring to it, I want you to be able to, to take that. And not that we hope it'll end, but I feel like we both need to protect our investments at that point. What so, say you? What say me? I'm, it's a, I need a prenup in my life. I definitely need a prenup in my life um, because if I started from the bottom, now we here, mm-hmm. I want all my shit. Okay, you're not leaving, take a half of my shit. We just not doing that. Um, what I can, or what I was going to devil's advocate, play devil's advocate and give you is what if this man has helped you with a business plan, has helped you with, you know, whatever it is to make this business come to fruition, blossom. And now when y'all decide to get married, he, you wants to throw a prenup at him. Mm-hmm. Is the engagement or the marriage over? At this point, when he presents you with these documents, over for who? <laughs> I I have a prenup on on ready. I would. Let me would. say okay. That. Okay. Not, I'm not married, y'all, or getting married, but I'm just saying that I would have it on the ready because it. I mean, you need to protect yourself, and I feel like anybody who is offended by that doesn't understand where you're coming from, and that's even more reason why you need to sign a prenup. I mean, let's be realistic. Let's talk about women, especially in media, who have not signed prenups, and then they got dicked in the end. Candace Parker had to wind up paying her husband. And it's crazy because he played in the NBA, made much more money than she did as a player, but her endorsements are what took her over, and she winded up having to pay him. Let's talk about Mary J. Blige, who had to pay this whack-ass nigga can do all this Man. money. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about Tisha Campbell Martin, who I don't know what their situation was, but she's walking away with nothing. I agree with you, sis. I definitely agree with you there. Um, and it baffles me how... Do I want to go there? Fuck it, I'm going to go there. I don't understand how these men in these scenarios can even go to the woman and ask them for anything. When these women have started their careers prior to this particular man coming into their lives, and on top of that, they have birthed children mm-hmm. for these specifically for these specific men and will have the child in their household the majority of the time, mm-hmm. but you want spousal support. I don't understand that. That's a weak ass man in my in my book. Now, because you always say play devil's advocate. Okay, is it the same on the side of the woman? You know, the line was always that you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. R.I.P. Coach. So, does that mean that? The spouse, let's just say it's in this situation, let's just say it's a man who is the breadwinner okay. and bringing home the majority or all okay. of the coins. Okay. Is the wife then entitled to compensation? When what? 
when they divorced because I have questions. Okay, ask the questions. So she's now playing housewife and she's caring and nurturing these children. They do have children. No, so they do have children. Mm -hmm, They have children together. Who's taking care of these children? She's taking care of the children. Okay. She should definitely get something for taking care of the children. Should she get child support or should she get... That's what that I mean. I think okay, that's so the you're, question. Okay, so okay, you're flip flopping it. Yeah, so, I'm, 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 and and I'm not saying that I agree with that. I'm just asking on the other side of that. I don't have the stats, but I'm going to say ninety percent of the time, these men are not keeping the children in their particular homes and caring for these kids. So the, after the so the wife. Or the ex-wife is the custodial parent, so is what you're saying. the ex-wife is the custodial parent, mm-hmm. which means that she's entitled to something for taking care of your children. So how do we identify how much that something should be? Because that's also another conversation because, you know, we've talked about women who have had children um, or even, not even necessarily children, but women who have been in relationships with celebrities and then when a relationship ends they ask for these astronomical amounts of money like remember the whole situation with Ludacris and his daughter's mother Mm -hmm. and that's how he winded up having um or becoming a custodial parent Mm -hmm. because she asked for this astronomical amount I mean recently in the news Dr. Dre's wife or soon to be ex-wife has been in the news remember she asked for all this money it was like a crazy amount she asked crazy. for for entertainment i'm like bitch i ain't never been entertained if that's how much you need a month for entertainment i have never been entertained ever <laughs> not ever let me let me say this because i know we brought up tisha and that's the topic of discussion this week on all social media i will say this in being specific with her case her career is much greater mm-hmm. and valuable than fucking Dwayne Martin's. Mm. Let's be clear. She was already a superstar before he entered her life. I'm talking school days. I'm talking. Keep it going. What's my movie? Is that the Boomerang? Not, Boomerang, not Rocky Horror Picture Show. What's the yeah? What's the she movie? was Is on um um. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Uh-huh. There we go. She was on that. Mm-hmm. Um, TV shows. And this nigga was wise, just dude. trying to play basketball on fucking... <laughs> I can't. I can't. He was just trying to play basketball. He he really thought that he had it in... Um, above the rim. Above the rim. This nigga really thought he was doing something. He really thought he was a hoopla. Uh, he well, had really all Shep of us. Leon was giving him the business. Okay. Yes, definitely. He was on all of us. Um, he had the Kevin Hart thing later in life, but she was also a cameo and became a regular on that show, I guess, because of their relationship. I'm trying to think of something else that he has done. I mean, recently he was on, um, LA's Finest, which was like a spinoff of Bad Boys. Yeah, but she's been trying to get a divorce for almost two years. That's true. So since 2018... Ellie's finest wasn't mm-hmm. in the, it may be in the workings, but it wasn't aired. Right. So my thing is this: let her leave with what she came in with. Well, clearly not, because she left with seven dollars. She said, and that's my thing. She wanted to, of course. I mean, she gets to keep her name, mm-hmm. 
but it was something with her and the children. She wanted to be able to take her name, keep what she had, and um, split support or visitation or custodial whatever with him, 50-50. And, and you know, the youngest, they have a younger son that's about 11, I think. And then they have an adult son. Yes. I think he's about 18. Yeah, I think he he's a little bit older than that now. Okay. Um, cause I think it was like either 19 or 20. He, he pretty much can be off on his own. Okay. Um, but, but then, he does have, um, he has, I'm not sure if it's mental health issues or developmental delays. The younger son? The older one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. He's not autistic, is he? I don't believe it's autism. I'm not sure. See, she brought some shit up. I ain't even researched. See how she does, y'all? But I'm just saying, you know, the 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 issue for me is that you come into a situation and the goal is that both of you contribute to a life together and grow together and unfortunately it didn't work out but i feel like you should be able to maintain what you brought to the and i quote table or relationship initially and that doesn't seem like that's what's happening for a lot of these people. Her career spans decades. There's no reason that mm-hmm. she should have left that marriage with $7 to her name. Yeah. Period. And, and owing money. Correct. Like they owed money collectively. Collectively. Like taxes yeah. and See, that's why you get your that. shit in order before you merge it with a motherfucker. Come on here. It's can called we, acquisition. Can we, and you know? can we work on ourselves individually? Can we be our best selves before we decide Come through, to queen. connect and legally sign documentation? Because whatever we want to say about marriage, it's still legal documents that you have to sign. Can we work on ourselves and be our best selves and then be mindful of who we decide to connect our lives to? Can we just do that? Come through, Queen E. I'm just saying what I'm saying. All right, we we had another thing that we could touch on, not to just end that so abruptly, but we're saying that you're here for a prenup. Queenie is here for prenups. I support them. Petty P is here for prenups. Mm-hmm. And we just going to go from there. The second topic, we're going to save for next week. Okay. Okay. That's the, the uh, Drusadora. Yeah, so you wanted to give him a little taste. Oh, yeah. Yeah, disappearing acts and shit. See, I never liked Drusadora from the game. All right, back up, back <laughs> up, back up. My petty ass mad at her from a TV show, but this is what I'm saying. We need to have a conversation. About- and then relax, relate, release. <laughs> relax, relate. Once again, Merry Christmas to everyone. But I'm definitely going to say you don't have to visit your family if you feel like you're putting yourself at risk. I think a lot of us feel obligated and a lot of us miss our families. I definitely understand that. But you are not obligated to put yourself at risk to see your family. I will recommend once again, call them on Zoom, do a G chat, <laughs> do a Skype, FaceTime, house party, whatever you need to do to see them, but don't put yourself in danger and endanger your health and your livelihood and well-being just to see your family and don't let them guilt you into it. And I'm not saying your families are doing that, but if they are, it'd be your own people. That's disrespectful. So you're telling me it's okay to tell your family no? It's more than okay to tell your family no. Okay. If you need to put a hell in front of it, if you need to precede that no with the holidays? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because 
because I feel like some people take you there. Like you don't since I won't get my gift. You don't owe people. It wasn't that good of a gift anyway. Damn. You don't owe people anything. And I'm not saying be disrespectful to your family. Please don't feel like that's what I'm saying. But I feel like for so many people, they have been guilted into spending time with their family, even if they know their family have not been taking proper precautions, following the guidelines, their family's been walking around with their nose penises out, which I hate, y'all. I don't understand why they have the mask on in the first place. Positivity. Family not washing their hands. Family not wearing a mask. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't feel obligated. I am relaxed. You got to give them the positive. I'm relaxed and telling them that if their family has their nose penises out, they need to stay away from them, and that's okay. And we're telling our family members no. I'm I'm good with that. You are. I'm super good with that. In fact, you are not telling Wanda no. You are not. If, let me tell you something. I love Wanda to the core, like like to the atoms of okay. me. To okay. The atoms? <laughs> to the okay. atoms, to the neurons of me. Uh-huh. But if Wanda was out here wilding in these streets and not wearing this mask, Wanda would have to see me on Zoom, on G chat, <laughs> on Skype, on FaceTime, through you know, through the window of my home. Okay. I'm not doing it. This co- this COVID is literally killing people. I don't even know what else I can say no. other than that. It's literally killing people literally. and people still don't get it. They don't. So I'm going to tell you that whatever you need to do to take care of yourself, whatever you need to do to protect your health, you do that. Even if that means telling your family now. Amen. So that's my word on relax, relate, release. Amen. I second that. Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody black. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Betting on black tonight. <laughs> All right. So this segment, we are bringing up. A clothing line. Yes, Culture Ave. Yes, called Culture Ave. And Culture Ave is designed or started by two former Division One football players. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have the institution that they played for. No, I think they've been, honestly, I think they have been promoting their brand so much and really trying to remove themselves okay. from the spotlight and really highlight that they want to oh. impact um, you know, inner city uh, youth yes. who are desiring to become entrepreneurs. Correct. So that's that's really what their brand is about. Uh-huh. Um, they design everything, create everything uh, themselves. And so I just thought it was really dope to, you know, kind of highlight that. So it's um, Culture Ave, and they're actually on Instagram. Um, and their Instagram page is Culture Ave. Um, so feel free to look them up, support them. Um, I haven't looked at the prices, but um, I haven't either. But they have some some dope stuff. Yeah, I mean they have like sweatsuits, they have hoodies, they have t-shirts using African um, colors. Using African colors, and their logo is a heart, and the other side of it it's like a full heart, but one side is a heart shape, and the other side is the shape of Africa. So it's really really cool. Um, so the culture of AVE is their IG page. Young black men looking to help out young black men and women um, who they don't want to see become products of their environment. I'll just say that. Absolutely. Hey ladies, now let's get information. Give me a P. Give me a E. Give me a T. T. Y. I'm petty all the time. Y'all know this is where Queen E gets excited. I'm so um, excited, y'all. 
<laughs> so I'll start it off. I'll just say that Monday, December the 21st. Yes. Was, what day was that? Winter solstice. It was the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if any of you have paid attention to social media, but they went off. When yes. I say went off, sis, they went the fuck off. Mm-hmm. They were basically trying to say that on December the 21st, all black people gained or displayed superpowers. superpowers. And the memes associated with this shit were off the chain. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I got a few kikis and the cackles. But since Queen E loves this segment so much, <laughs> we will let her start it off. What say you? So the best meme that I saw regarding the winter solstice and um, regarding the idea that black people will be getting their superpowers. First of all, can I shout out black people and say that we have always had superpowers? Royalty. All I'm saying is who else could build pyramids? Like think about the time when who pyramids... Else? were built who else in the technology that it required that didn't even exist for them who else? To, okay never mind i'm okay. just saying we've always had them um it's, it was also samuel jackson's birthday was so it? yes 72 hello uh, is he yes mm-hmm. my nigga still doing it okay yes. sammy l sammy l yeah but the best meme i saw was <laughs> it was a video of uh the young lady from uh, what was that show that used to be on uh, VH1? Oh, it was Flavor of Love. It was one of the contestants from Flavor of Love, and she was like laughing and kikiing, and it was like, oh, this is a video of Tia when she sees that Tamara doesn't have her superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> Which is shade and the pettiest shit ever. Basically saying that Tamara ain't really, really black. Because although, the black twin. and there we go. I was about to say, because although they're biracial, Tia is the black twin and Tamara is the W. It's like they're biracial is like one is black and one is white. It's that's not it. even like That's all mix. you get. That's it. That's it. That's um, it. She just doesn't do it for me. Um, she will never have superpowers. She ain't never done it for me. Um, this dry ass husband of hers. Uh, she's so he works for Fox News. She's so dopey and stupid. I I just don't know yes, dopey and stupid. What to do with uh fucking Tamara? But she called me Betty, y'all. <laughs> Tia Tia was on the if you even look, you can look at, at the hairstyles, look at the hairstyles, look, look at, at the dress, husbands, look at the husbands, look it's at the hairstyles, selection of work. You know, Tia on the game. Tamara is on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I'll I'll just sum it up and leave it there. I mean, but but even in addition to that, black people have been hilarious and super petty. They've been like showing themselves standing outside, saying what they look like when they can fly, that they calling out of work because they got their superpowers. You know, I just love us. And let me all say that this originated from someone uh, posting a tweet basically saying that black people would get superpowers on the 21st. I'm not even really sure how that originated or why they came <laughs> up with that. But if you remember when the election first happened, there was a pastor that said the African angels were going <laughs> to... She was praying to the African angels oh, to help shit. them make Trump win, if you don't remember that. So, you know, I just think it's interesting that People want to be black people so bad, 
but don't treat them that way. It's like they recognize the power, they recognize the brilliance and the genius that black people have, but they won't support them and won't treat them as such. And that's really the pettiest shit ever. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Me? Yes. I like the spot. What is your superpower of choice, Queenie? Oh, if I could choose a superpower? Correct. I'm on a fence. I would either choose the power of invisibility because I would just want to be everywhere and like listening and seeing what's going on. Okay. Or I would want to be able to, uh, what's that teleport? I would just be mm. want to be able to go anywhere I wanted to okay. go. Okay. Okay. Like, yo, I could be in Italy right now in two seconds. Boom. That's, they are good. Like, remember when Urkel used to get in the chamber? Yes. <laughs> the shit he built himself? Right. Now, what would you want to do? What's your superpower? I, I like those two, and I, I toggle between those two and the one that I'm going to speak of. And it's not for me. I'm not selfish enough to say that it would be my own immortality. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could bring back folk. Oh, yeah. That I need in my life. So that's, that would be. That's it. Yes. That would you be win. my immortality. I win. You definitely I'm always win. went out this bitch. Yes, yes, I always win. Come on. Yes, so I would. I would love to have the power of immortality to bring back people that we love so much, we're missing, and who was, you know, taken away from us in the earthly state um, before their time. Absolutely. Yes. I feel like our ancestors are always watching, though, Coming. always present. There you go. Always there to be a guide. Uh, you know, they encourage our petty as well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they do. Um, but I, I'm excited. I, I, I hope everybody has an amazing Christmas. Um, a happy new year. You know, 2021 is coming and... and I'm hoping for all things positive for us, that we come out of this even better than when we went into the pandemic, that we learned some things, some life lessons that kind of propel us forward and push us toward our goals and dreams. So shout out to us. Yeah. And I I will never complain about, you know, waking up every morning. Hmm. I'm always grateful um, to be here on this earth. My existence is, is, is not over yet doesn't need to be over yet. Um, but I need 2020 to be over. Although we have, have had... The 2020 is a petty bitch. I'm not uh, even going to... I'm definitely. not going to hold you on that one. Yeah, says. I mean, because we just lost another good one. If anyone knows Ecstasy from Houdini. Um, we just lost him as well. I'm tired. Um, we can't lose another. My fucking tired. We got to start over. So we're going to start over. T-I-D-E. Tired. <laughs> January 1, 2020. Um, 1. 2021. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's... Woo! Mm-mm, mm-mm. No repeats. We do not need a repeat. We No repeats. No Jumanji. 2021. Please and thank um, you. I would definitely like to say Merry Christmas to you all and to Merry all a good night. Merry Christmas. Um, you have just listened to episode 3, Professionally Petty. I am Petty P. And I'm Queen E. And we want you to have 
a very merry Christmas and a happy and a happy new year. Yo, Chili thought she was singing that shit, didn't she? <laughs> Chili really thought, and Chili can't sing. She I'm can. sorry to tell whoever thinks she can. She can't. TLC okay. will be another topic. Please, we want y'all to enjoy the rest of your week weekend. We're going to say happy holidays to you. Yes, and happy our- Kwanzaa Christmas. Y'all know what? <laughs> Be petty on purpose, y'all. Be petty on purpose, y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. See y'all next week.